be interested in you shaving your hair off. Yeah, let's talk about you shaving your Darren hair off. Darren has shaved his hair off. Mm. Hair off? Yeah. Off. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, like normally I would... I shaved it off in my like mid-twenties, I think. It, it, it was really long. And then I just... I just didn't miss it and just found it was easier to just keep it shaved. And then every now and again I would think, oh, I'll, I'll grow it again. And then it, it would get to the stage where I looked like a microphone and was like, mm. nah, it's coming off again. But with lockdown, um, and I, I, just, I just left it. And I get, had a bit of an undercut and then, but I'm filming this weekend, so it had to come off and I, I no, I mean, I, th- I think off the, off the back of that, uh, if any of our listeners listening would like to uh, see Darren reprise his role as as a microphone, uh, as, as I'm sure we certainly would, uh, please please let us know, know on Discord uh, if you'd like to see that, ladies and gents. Uh, actually, <laughs> listeners, if any of you would like one of us to go around to Dom's place and shave his head... Let us know. Well, you would be a little bit late because it's already started happening, as you can see. Oh, that's only the sides, though. The sides of the back. Mm. I mean, the whole... All your long, luxurious locks. I reckon we should all shave our head. No. All, all I can say <laughs> is, the, no. is, is the day that that happens, you better call Satan and, and check his thermostat. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Welcome back, <laughs> listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side a Pathfinder 2nd Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and for many others, and I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson. Hello! Mr. Neil Kelly. Hello! Mr. Darren Mafucci. Hello! And Miss Amy Chislett. Hello! <clears throat> Good evening, folks. How are we all on this very hot and sticky evening? Oh, it's sticky. sticky! Hot and sticky, yeah! Hot, mm. moist, Sticky, and I am getting. <laughs> moist. Let's not go with the moist thing again. <laughs> really fucking annoyed with flies. Oh, so many. Like, they're just winding me right up. Like, uh, uh, but both That's... me and my flatmate, every now and again, we'll just hear one of us go, oh, "Fuck off!" There's just flies <laughs> buzzing around, landing on bits of me. They're really useful. How else do you know when to change your bin? <laughs> or bury the bodies. Or bury the or bodies. Or bury the bodies. There we go. Yeah. yeah. That's Neil getting straight back into character there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, into character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to figure out at some point the exact part where, where Neil ends and, and, and Otto begins, I suspect <laughs> there won't be much of a difference. It's fairly seamless. <laughs> it's probably where the Finns start. Well, mm. Neil speaks German, so... Yeah. I do. I've, had, I've been out of the country this weekend. Exciting. Where have you been? I, 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 broke, I went to Holland. Very nice. To, uh, yeah, from Friday to Sunday. Oh, nice. And it cost me a fucking shit ton of money. Not much more <laughs> than I expected. There's, a, there's this thing, because Holland was, I think it still is, Amber. Um, they've put Britain on the red list now, so um, that, that, that's how they're reciprocating. But um, yeah, when you go, um, you have to have a, a PCR test, a, a COVID test, before you, you have to show that certificate when you get on the train. And if you're going for less than three days, that same one will get you back. But it was a really 
fine cut thing that because uh, I got my test at at 13.55 on Thursday and I boarded the train to come back at 13.54 or less than the time the train departed on Sunday so I made 71 hours and 59 seconds but the sting in the tail and, and when you come back you have to self-isolate for 10 days and you have the option of paying for another you can't have a free one free ones don't count you have to pay go private and pay for another PCR test after five days to be allowed out to, uh, to shorten your self-isolation but what you don't realize until you're actually abroad is when they say right you've got to fill in this passenger locator form to get back on the Eurostar and so you start filling in the form online and then it comes to the bit where it says you have to book Covid tests so you have to book a Covid test for day two and day eight and there's no way you can complete the form unless you do it so there's an extra 200 quid for two more tests that I have to do that won't even allow me out of lockdown so yeah, just that's a, a little a little, a little warning for anyone going abroad, there is this extra expense of 200 odd quid that will ambush you, that no one will tell you about until it's time to come back. I mean, that's that's a big uh, that's a big part of the reason why I've now completely sacked off my European holiday for uh, for, mm. for July and August, uh, because I was sort of, sort of, because um, the, the festival that, that, that I was going to cancelled as I kind of expected they would. Um, hmm. But uh, I was still, I, I was still, I, I was still quite set on getting back out to Slovenia, maybe Italy, a bit Croatia and stuff. Um, hmm. But sort of trying to figure it all out and how it works with restrictions and tests and lockdown, isolation stuff. It was just becoming such a massive headache that I hmm. just decided, you know what, I'll pack it all in and we'll wait till next year. Uh, but I gather, Neil, it, it, it must have been worth it for you to do so because you finally got to see your grandson. Is that right? I, I, I got to meet my grandson for the first time, born on 27th of November last year. And, and I met his dad for the first time as well. He was a lovely bloke. And, and my grandson is a lovely bloke as well. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you don't think of babies being blokes, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but he is. He's a bloke. You know, he's a... <laughs> Because uh, with um, Holland is football mad at the moment with the um, what was it the Euro Cup? So um, when um, when his dad and I were left alone with the baby for a while, we we put up one of those transfers on his arm with the Dutch flag and uh, the new wave, which uh, his mum didn't like very much. But he'd sit in his high chair with his elbow hanging over the side like like a truck driver, you know, showing his big tattoo. English genes corrupting the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new there, then, eh? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, right folks. Um, I feel like we're about ready to get back into a game. What do you reckon? Mm -hmm. Ooh, Ooh, yes. yes. Yes, exciting. Uh, I'm yeah. in character already. You definitely are. I mean, I, mm. I, I, I feel like at this point, Neil, you just never leave character. Uh, it's too <laughs> much trouble. It's too much work getting in and out. So easy to just stay. Yeah, Neil. It's those inverted commas again character yeah yeah <laughs> neil <laughs> kelly personally replaced by otto von niederschlager <laughs> mm. <laughs> there we go but yeah um you guys you guys have been making some progress uh, through irison after leaving your your grizzly scene behind in in elsprin uh you're starting to see um just a glimmer of the light at the end of end of your your current tunnel how are you feeling about that uh white throne is almost in sight I feel wonderful. I feel it won't be as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. I don't see what can possibly go wrong. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Just ask that all the way through. What can go wrong? Just keep on asking that over and over again. Yeah. Well, how about we find out exactly what can go wrong by diving back into the game, folks? <laughs> if anybody can tell us, it's you, Dom. Well, well, well. I mean, it's almost like I have that power over the world and its denizens, isn't it? Yes. It's almost and like uh, we've, we've just dared you to do your worst. And and can I just say a big thank you? to Rovergurg. Splinter <laughs> Elemental, really? <laughs> oh yes, I've been cooking up something very special on, on, on the back of uh, that little Discord exchange. It's great. Blaming you, Rovergurg. <laughs> I better get the tweezers then. <laughs> I mean, I, f- I feel like you should blame Amy, because bla- Amy was the um, uh, the instigator there, really. Did I, did I miss something <laughs> on Discord? Uh, I, I, know, I know I did, because I, 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 you've lost me. Yeah, I haven't been social mediaing properly for a while. Well, uh, yes, Rovergurg uh, mentioned about how uh, trepidatious we had been, you know, and, and when we heard about Twig, it's like, ooh, could this Twig be dangerous? And mm. he thought that was hilarious. Um, and Amy pointed out quite rightly, well, splinters are a bit of a bugger, so there is such a thing as a splinter elemental, and it's a bastard. And also, well, well, there is not there is not such a thing, but but there is going to be such a thing. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, uh, there is now. <laughs> but, but also, just to, just to come out in in defence of you guys a little bit, like um, I can I can understand your party's general fear of uh, of sentient plants because you've not had a very good time with them up to this point. Exactly. <laughs> uh, just to point out, it's not just sentient plants. We just haven't had a good time full stop. Wow. It's been a shit show. Wow. <laughs> Has it? <laughs> I think I'm okay, coming out on yeah. top. <laughs> I mean, as, as players, we've had a blast, and, you know, it's, it's an entertaining story, but as characters, my God. Yeah, there's so much blood. And, <laughs> and of course, Alwyn's had to put up with hanging around Otto. And, and which is, vice versa. Which is, you know, it's terrifying. <laughs> which is um, tempting. <laughs> well, before 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 Are I you get gonna, is before... Otto gonna put a bounty on Alvin's head now just so we can collect it? I, I was gonna say I, th- I think I feel perhaps we should be mov- be moving on before I have to ask Stu and Neil to roll initiative in real yeah. life. All right, then, I folks. think that's bad. You should hear our other podcast. <laughs> Mental. Yeah. To which there will be a link in the in, in the description. I'm sure. Check that out, out if you're into anything paranormal and alien related. Aliensexplored.com. Uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, so, uh, bringing ourselves back into the game, folks. Uh, before we get too carried away, there. Uh, <laughs> Our adventurers, uh, Owen Templeton, Brother Amos, Otto von Niederschläger, and Della Thornbury, uh, are progressing nicely along along their, uh, their their lengthy journey toward the city of White Throne in the north of Irison. Um, you had just left uh, the small town of Elsprin, uh, where Nadia had uh, kind of left her children for for a brief period, so she could guide you onward to White Throne without them being. Uh, being be, being a worry, uh, and uh, on discovering a grisly scene in the centre of the ta- of, of the town, uh, you did some snooping around, uh, asking a few people, a few locals, what what had happened, and you learned that uh, the village had been the site of a battle between two 
of uh, Irison's feared cold sisters a few days previously, and uh, suspecting that perhaps one of these these individuals might even have passed you on the road at, road at one point. Um, but reasoning uh, quite correctly that, 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 that there was nothing more you could do for this headless in, in individual at this time. Uh, you had a day's rest in, in the settlement. You recovered your strength after the incident on the outskirts of town with, uh, with Garin and the two quicklings. And the next day you, you, can, you, you decided um, best to press on, continue your journey and get yourselves to White Throne. Um, and as you continue journeying northwards through uh, through the, the plains of Irison, um, you crested the ridge of a hill, and just as you did so, the sort of fog and mist around you parted for just a moment, and you could see stretched out before you was an immense, uh, immense glacial lake, uh, seemingly frozen over from from what from from what you could see, uh, but. Perhaps more importantly, what you could see just on the very edge of uh, of your vision, kind of on, on the horizon, was what looked to be a glittering spire of ice rising into the sky, uh, surrounded by a sprawling um, urban settlement, which you assume to be the city of Whitethrone. Almost within striking distance, almost within tasting distance, but still with seemingly a bit of a, a bit of a trek to get there. So um, that concludes the little recap there. Adventurers, what would you like to do? I suppose we should go to the tower. Mm, who's for Who's for setting out directly across the lake? Yes. <sighs> now I know what you want. Brother Amos, you're hoping that the ice will crack, the Toto will fall in, <laughs> and have to turn into a... Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Just so we can all jump over him. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think going over the ice is a particularly good idea myself. I'd what? rather we take our time and get there safe. Better to get there slowly and in one piece. I think there is a saying about that where I come from, uh, something like, uh, better late than never. Yes! Have you heard, heard that one? No, how does it go? Um, better late than never. Right. Okay. So mm. there's a, there's a long way, is there, that's less hazardous. Wisdom. But round the lake. Around the, the, lake. The, the city is not in the middle of the lake. No. We can go round the lake. Can we though? Is it, it could be an enormous lake. Uh, and indeed, as you're having this thought, you do re you do see that this is a particularly large lake. Like it's um, from what you can see, it's stretching out from more or less where you currently are. Kind of you're you're kind of on on this ridge, and you're elevated above it, so your view is even further than it would be normally. And the lake can uh, can stretch. Well, the lake uh, to, to the city of White Throne stretches um, almost all the way to, to the horizon, as far as you can see, and then it sprawls out also in uh, to, to the south as well. This is a very large lake. You seem to have come at it from a, uh, a bit of an angle. I mean, it'll take us a long time to go round, but hmm. you know, are, are we in any particular hurry? 
Uh-oh. Well, the world will end. Hmm. Um, there is there is a third option. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there. Uh, we can always just turn around and go home. That is that is always the option. It's always an option. Always option one. Do nothing. Oh, always an option, adventurers. Hmm. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. it. Pod- podcast over, folks. That's <laughs> and they and they all lived happily ever after. Not in the snow. In the For snow. As long as the world carried on. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Yes. All right. Let's let's go across the bloody. I mean, no, you're a local. I mean, do you think it's a good idea to go across the bloody lake in the thin ice and get eaten by monsters? No, thin ice is not a good idea. But I, I, I'm banking on it being thick ice. Uh, no, if I'm honest, Alwyn, I think it's a damn stu- stupid idea. Yay! That's that's two for going round. Let's go round then. I I mean, it's 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 not going to be too too much farther. We've got maybe um, a day a day and a half going around from here. It won't, won't take too long. You, you could cer- certainly save some time if you're in a hurry, but um, that 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 ice is not as solid as it looks. So I'm gonna say, I'm glad we included you in our conversation, Nadia. After all, and and um, yes, you're right. We will, we will do as you say. We, I mean, there's there's a fourth option. We can always split the party. Well, I'm also thinking if we go from a tactical point of view, if we go directly across the ice, they will see us coming from miles away. That might not be such a good thing. Oh, everybody always sees me coming, it seems. <laughs> well, you don't have to go out of your way to make it make sure it does happen. Around All it right. is then. Alright, so you've you have opted to uh, travel around the uh, the great the Great Glacier Lake that you found yourself next to. Uh, so as as your little caravan continues um, northwards, now 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 with a defined target in mind, you you, you can hug the you can hug the shoreline uh, much more much more deftly, much more closely, um, and after a couple more hours of travelling, as you sort of descend back down from 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 the higher up places into the. Uh, into the in, into the snow fields and and the plains of Irison itself, uh, you do find that you quite quickly lose sight of um, of the city once again in the mist and uh, sort of over the horizon line. Um, but so, so certainly so, it was certainly visible for that for, for that brief moment before you um, before you descended back back down. Um, and after a couple of hours of travelling, uh, you all start to hear the sound of. Um, of actually quite heavily rushing water, uh, sort of from coming from a distance ahead of you, and as you round uh, a rise, uh, you see that the, uh, the, the the path you're following uh, leads to um, what seems to be a stone bridge um, that seems to be spanning a large gap in the in in the ground, and uh, this sound of rushing water gets louder as uh, as you get closer. This must be where the river flows into the lake, or out of it. Yes. 
has. Oh, it's a glacial lake, isn't it? Water will flow out of it, of course. I'll take your word for it. As the ice melts, it will um, form a river. So I don't see it's anything to worry about. And if there's a bridge, well, we just go across it. How are canyons made? Canyons? Hmm. Never mind. Oh. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, when a mummy canyon and a daddy canyon love each other very much, <laughs> they have a special quake. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make them Quakers? No. Anyway. Um, go over the bridge, presumably. Okay. Uh, so as you begin to approach, um, approach the bridge, um, you start to see that uh, this, this sort of crevasse isn't super deep like you're still kind of on on level with with the lake more, more or less but as you get closer you can definitely hear, hear the sound of quite fast rushing water uh, passing in this gap in the land ahead of you and the stone bridge as you get closer um looks like it's seen it's seen better days it doesn't doesn't i mean certainly from a cursor inspection it doesn't look as though it's going to collapse at any time soon but you certainly get the sense that you'll probably need to dismount from your um from your wolf sleds uh, and, and, and take them over gently so, 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 so to avoid damaging them. And uh, as in, indeed, as, as you approach uh, the near side of the bridge, um, you see what looks to be a wooden sign hung on, uh, on, on the near end of the bridge. Hmm. Better experience with signs near, yes. near crossings. It probably just says, do not read this sign. Yes. Or it might say, if you notice this notice, you will notice that this notice is not worth noticing. Or do not throw stones at this sign. It says... I read the sign. No traders. <laughs> <laughs> and no tracks at bottoms. You think you're coming in with a haircut like that? <laughs> <laughs> It says, Otto, sharks only. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Owen, you sort of step forward uh, to inspect the sign, and you see that this is um, this is this is a fairly ram ramshackle wooden sign. You know, it, it's clearly been cobbled together from sort of bits of driftwood here and there, sort of loose loose materials that that've been found rather than made. Uh, but you can see. Um, sort of painted on it in a very dark red liquid. Um, possibly a paint or something. You're not, you're not too sure. Um, it says in a in a kind of broken common, uh, it, it has written in big letters, papers, please. Except please is spelt uh, P-L-E-E-Z. It's Troll. Um, Charles Bridges, dead synonymous. Um, right. Uh, papers. Not Nadia. What papers do we need? I don't know, if I'm honest. I mean... Uh... It, uh this wasn't... This, this wasn't here last time I came up to White Throne. I mean... I mean... The, uh, the Jardvega, they do... They do have a good relationship with, you know, trolls and giants and things. Could be they've got one out here as a deputy collecting taxes on the road or something. I don't know. Ah, so it's this paper. Paper money is not a thing here, is it? Um, okay. Um, 
hello whoever's needing to see identification or whatever we'd like to cross the bridge please call that out loud okay uh, as you call out loud there Orwin um, uh, you do in fact get a response you hear a low rumbling voice uh, coming from uh, uh, coming from f from the far end of the bridge um, sort of, you can't see where where this voice is coming from, but you you, you hear it vaguely in the direction of the other end of the bridge. Um, just call calls back to you. Yes, papers. You pay bridge tax if papers not in order. What papers? Papers, papers, right of. Passage papers, papers that say you don't need bridge tax. I wonder how much this bridge tax is. And where would we get those papers? Oh, it, it's all right. I'm I'm sure we've we've got some somewhere. Uh, and then go like quite right. Has anyone got any paper and a and, and a quill and ink? No. <laughs> I think we can just write these people can cross with no tax and that'll do but it's worth a try yes anyone got some paper and a quill any, any yes <laughs> that's some chalk that, that'll do we can write it on the ground and invite him over to look uh, Oh, hang, hang on. Uh, is there any uh, trees nearby that we can strip the bark off? Um, yeah, there there are a couple of quite spindly-looking trees in this area. It's, um, you found yourself sort of more in plains and snowfields rather than kind of wooded areas, but you can see a couple of spindly-looking, excuse me, a couple of spindly-looking trees um, reasonably close to the path. Okay, uh, I'd like to go and get a, a decent-sized piece of bark. Be careful of splinters. Uh, bring it back. Yes. 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 Oh, no. yes. yes. And then don't suddenly... want to run into any twigs. Yes. No, don't write it on a quickling. Oh, Owen, yes. as you as you as you start to scrape some bark off the tree, I would like you to please roll roll initiative. <laughs> I'm joking. I am joking. I was about to ask if you were. <laughs> Not that I don't trust you on anything, but uh, yeah, and I'd like to bring it back to Della. Yeah, yeah, you do. You 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 acquire some bark from the tree and you take it back to uh back to Della. What do you want me to do with a bit of bark? Well, you're you're right on it. Say these people don't need to pay the bridge tax. What what language should we write in? Common. Yeah. Common. Well, common. But, but, the, the signs in common. Yes, but could we write it in a language that he won't understand, but he will just accept it because. Well, no, we want him to understand it. Otherwise, he'll say, I can't read this. And we'll laugh at him for his ignorance, and he'll be so embarrassed he'll just let us go. And he'll be so embarrassed he'll punch you, and you die. Uh, well, I'm not going to hand it over to him. Then. I'll, I'll, right. I'll hand it over. <laughs> I'll, I'll write, I'll do we'll write the... it in. All right, then. All right, okay. You get to choose what language you write it in. I'll, I'll write it in common. I think that's, that's the sensiblest thing to do. Yeah, whilst others done that, um, take it and then approach the bridge. Right, so I, what, I've got the paper. What are we writing in the name of the White Throne? No, no, no. Just these people can 
cross without paying bridge tax. Okay. I can authorisation nice. for this group to pass over the bridge without tax and then like a really fancy squiggle signature. Oh, yeah, big sure. words! <laughs> Excellent. I, t- I, t- I tell you what, Della, just give me a give me a flat dexterity roll. Let's see how creative this can be for you. How well no, well made it is. So just uh, roll, roll d20, oh. add your dex modifier. There it is. Mm. Uh, Twelve. Twelve, mm. okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you... Um, it doesn't look it doesn't look particularly impressive, um, but uh, as uh, as Della hands, hands this uh, this masterpiece over to Yorwin, uh, you get the sense that it might well, well be enough to... Uh, uh, to, cri- uh, to trick um, a creature of, of, of lesser intelligence, if they, so, so long as they don't look too closely at it. Um, so, Orwin, you are stepping onto the bridge to present your, your quote-unquote papers. What is everybody else doing? Watching. Waiting. Hmm, they're waiting. Okay. I haven't, have we even seen what this troll looks like? You've seen nothing. All, all, all you've heard is, is this rumbling voice come from the other end of the bridge. Hmm. Okay, see, the, the trolls live under the bridge, but you, you're, you're fine as long as you don't have any um, any, any cuts. I was just about to take so, animal form and see what would... So. <laughs> yes, yes, what, uh, yes, what yes. Take the form of a goat. See what happens. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the rest of you are waiting from uh, on the path. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Alwyn, as you step onto the bridge and uh, you you sort of hold the um, you hold this this piece of bark under off off to the side, um, and uh, sort sort of just 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 just, just dangle. You just kind of kind of dangle it down so that it um, it kind of disappears below out of your eye line, and you feel um, something tug that bit of bark and take it from 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 your hand, and you hear a voice pondering for a second. Hmm. Hmm. Papers not in order. You pay bridge tax now. Oh. I would like everybody to roll perception, please. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> what are we rolling for? Uh, you're rolling uh, for initiative. Uh, we're going into an encounter. But, uh, yeah. If you just roll perception. Twenty-four. Was what you were using. So it was 16 for Brother Amos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otto had 24. Yes. Lovely. Uh, Della, yours was? 19. 19. Uh, Alwyn? Also 19. Also 19. Uh, this seems to be happening a lot. Della and Alwyn, which of you would like to go first? Alwyn. All right. Okay. I'm just going to roll for Nadia. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. So, should we feed the troll? Oh, please don't feed the trolls. 
I'll feed it my fist. Professor Elemental, amazing song, amazing artist. Whenever I get into arguments on Facebook groups, um, and I suspect they're a trouble, I always post a link to that. <laughs> Do you know, I was thinking about that witch with her head cut off. Um, and, the um, cold sister, yes. Yes, the cold sister. That, um, well, it's, it's too late now, but uh, I can't help wondering if we'd found her head and put it back on, if she, she would restore her to life. Well, that, she didn't, that's it. first one we saw on the road, carrying the sack with yes. the blood in the body. I think that she had the head. Of yes, the, yes of but looking scanning. at the body still twitching after several days, I think um, it's it's it could be restored if you put the head back on. Well, I'm just curious. I'm, I, I, I'm thinking about the time I punched a man so hard in the balls it killed him. <laughs> ah, yes, uh, a happy memory. That is a very happy memory, one of which uh, Della will have absolutely no recollection. Hmm. I but suppose it depends on where a person keeps their brains. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Alright folks, so um, I'm ready, thanks for your patience. Um, actually going to be acting first with a mighty roll there from Nadia, uh, is going to be Nadia. Um, you see, she she hears this uh, this calling, this being called out, and she sort of looks at you and sort of, she, she she sort of looks around at you all and says, "All right, well, I guess we're I guess we're fighting this thing, whatever it is." Um, she's going to draw her bow and she's going to use her her last two actions uh, to ready a bow shot at uh, the first. Uh, creature see, she sees that isn't one of you guys I feel like I should make that clear <laughs> uh, uh, but that will end her turn uh, acting next is going to be Otto um, from where you currently are you can't see anything as yet but you can hear uh, this rumbling sound as you hear something be begin to move from under the bridge ah well I, I will step forward onto the bridge and I will inquire Yes, sir. Uh, how much is this uh, tax? As our papers do not seem to be quite in order, let us uh, <laughs> resolve this amicably. Otto strides onto the bridge ne next to Alwyn and uh, sort of calls out, uh, "What? What is it you say, Otto? Um, how much? Um, how much tax are we due? As our as our papers do not seem to be entirely in order, and, uh, I hope we can resolve this amicably. Uh, let's have a, let's have a diplomacy roll there, Otto." Diplomacy. Oh, I'm very good at diplomacy. He says, <laughs> 16. 16, okay. Um, all, all, all you hear in response there, Otto, is just a, just a continued rumbling laugh. <laughs> oh, he, is, uh, he is happy. And contem in contemplating uh, one or two copper pieces, I think, into the, to allow our passage. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else with your turn, Otto? You've got one action left. Mm, no, no, I won't do anything. No worries. Can, All right. Can I? Can I just something um, that that Neil may not be aware of uh, when we have a spare action? It is possible to do a recall knowledge check. 
I'm just saying that because Neil may not be aware of it being a newer player. A, a recall knowledge check. Can I think about what I know about trolls? I'm so, so, I'm so happy you, you jumped in on that, Stu. I've been trying. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Would you like to, to try and recall knowledge about, about this creature? How do I do that? Um, I would like you to roll a society check for me, please. Now, I'm going to give you a minus two penalty on it because you've not seen this creature. Mm. Uh, you're, you're, you're going off of what you think the creature might be. Ooh. In that case, with a minus two penalty, it comes to 24. That's pretty damn good. Okay, so you, you start thinking about what... Um, uh, about what you know about trolls, or, or, or so, so certainly rather what um, what, what folklore tell, tells you about trolls. Mm. Um, they are, generally speaking, quite quite tall, lanky green green hu- humanoids. Um, they are quite. They can be quite a common nuisance out in, in the wilderness, sort of waylaying tra- 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 travelers and such, or in this case. Um, extorting them uh, for money as they try to mm. pass across their territory. Um, you know that trolls are very famous for having regenerative abilities. Their their injuries seem to heal um, almost as quickly as they are as they are dealt. Um, but uh, you also know that such regeneration can be stopped either with acid or with fire. Mm. Okay. And the last thing that you, you that that you think you know about trolls is that um, the creature known as Teb Notton was a variety of troll known as a moss troll. Teb Notton. He's the one that we fought just before coming through the portal. Ah, the moss troll. Got his spear. That is tall. So, with that recall knowledge done, um, we that's going to end Otto's turn. And as Otto's turn ends, uh, there is a thud as um, the entire bridge shakes. And you see, swinging up from under the bridge, there is uh, a tall pale green coloured giant with scaled skin and large webbed hands and feet uh, and on the either side of its neck uh, you can see that there, there are slotted gills uh, that seem to pulse and drip with uh, um, as, as, as gills are wont to do but there is a thud as uh, one of these creatures slams onto the bridge in front of you Alwyn and there is a second thud as one thuds onto onto the bridge uh, separating Olwyn, Otto and Chardonnay from the rest of the group uh, that's going to trigger Nadia's reaction with her bow shot and she looses her bow at the first uh, creature that appeared and you see the, the arrow sticks into this creature's scaly hide and there is a, a, a dribble of blood begins to run down on uh, run down from, from that wound creature uh, roars in in fury uh, is going to stride towards you Orwin 
Uh, as it does so, it lashes out with these uh, with these long uh, gangly arms towards you. Uh, but oof, that's bloody awful. That's a sixteen to hit. Oh no, that's a miss. Okay, so it swings at you once with these with this clumsy, clumsy, clumsy club-like arm. Misses, and for second time it rolls even worse. So two big swings that that, that do nothing but slam into into the stone. Um, it looked like it looked like it, it was trying to grab hold of you, Alwyn, as it as it did so. But nevertheless, it missed, and uh, you found yourself ducking away from that. The second of the creatures, um, from its position where it is, also lifts up a fist and slams down towards Nadia. Oh, bloody hell. And that's an 11. And uh, that's better. Or worse, depending on your point of view. So it, you, you can see this one also makes two wild swings towards Nadia. Um, the first, she ducks to one side, uh, but she's not fast enough to avoid the second. And she is smacked by by that attack. And you can see that as uh, as... Uh, as she is hit, not only uh, do you see a bit of blood go flying, uh, you see this this creature has has grasped her firmly in its hand and has, uh, has lifted her off the ground. Uh, that's going to end its turn. Uh, we are now on to Owen. Right. Um, come on, Otto. We, we can take this one. Um, Alwyn would like to draw his rapier and shield. Uh, he would like to move up to the creature. Alright. Uh, positioning himself between creature and Otto. Uh, that's two actions. Uh, third action, he will command Chardonnay to move into a flanking position and attack. Alright, so Chardonnay uh, darts off behind the creature. Uh, is that all your actions there, Alwyn? Yes, so with Chardonnay's attack, that's 23. Oh, of course. Yeah, sorry, I forgot you had the attack coming in there. Uh, sure, uh, 23 is going to hit Alwyn. Roll some damage for me. Four points of damage. Four points, very nice. Piercing for what it's worth. Four points of piercing. Uh, creature does not seem to have any uh, any resistance to, to that to that damage there. It sort of takes it as normal from, uh, from Chardonnay's bite. Uh, I think that's going to end your turn. Does okay, and you your turn. We're round to Della. Uh, you've just seen one, a second of these creatures has swung out from 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 the bridge and has snatched up Nadia in front of you. Yeah, we can't be having that. Uh, so I am going to run up to the troll, see if I can stab it enough to get him to drop Nadia with my rapier. You can certainly try. Let's have the attack. Seventeen. 17 is not going to be enough to hit, Della. No. Uh, I will try it and swing it again. That's a bit better. 
Uh, a 21 will be enough to hit there. Roll damage. Uh, what was the damage, sorry? Five. Five, yeah. Alright, five points of damage as you stab in with your uh, with your weapon gather. Uh, does not seem to be enough to make the creature drop drop Nadia. Die. I think you are correct, uh, which brings us around to Brother Amos. I am going to move up to the creature and wallop it with my fists. Alright, so you stride blows. Yep, so you stride you stride forward, um, darting between Della and the, the, the creature's outstretched arm as it lifts Nadia up, and you drive two quick strikes into its chest, Rolvers attacks. Twenty-eight. That's going to hit. Mm. And a natural That's going to be a critical hit there. Um, crit so card. Crit card. Crit card. Yay! Oh, you get a crit card. Uh, so let's see what your crit card is. Uh, it's a your fists are a bludgeoning damage. This is perfect. This is perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, Darren, on your character sheet, there should be a stat called a class DC. Yes. 16. Could you tell me what that is, please? 16. 16, okay. 16 seems very, very low. Uh, it should be proficiency of 6. Yep. Plus 10. Yep. Plus your key... Um, ability uh, score. So either, either, either your strength or, or your dexterity, whichever's high, really. Uh, okay, so it's nineteen. Nineteen. There we go. Um, regardless, that is uh, actually a fail on the creature's part. Um, please roll your damage as normal. So roll, um, roll one lot of damage for one strike, then roll a second lot of damage and double it. Hold on, wait, hold on. Yeah. 14, very, very good. Uh, so, uh, brother, 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 Ramos, as you stride forward and you bring in your, your flurry of blows on the creature, uh, your first one, uh, you actually push the creature back a little bit, just off balance, and the second one, you leap into the air and crack the creature right in the elbow. You hear something break, and uh, you watch as its grip loosens and uh, Nadia drops harmlessly to the ground. Uh, the crit card you drew was Numbing Blow. Uh, which means uh, you don't damage as normal. And it also means that um, the target of this attack has become clumsy for one minute and it had to succeed at a reflex save or or drop something. It was horrible. <laughs> and perfect card. It was the perfect card. Um, <laughs> and yeah, oh, it, wow. I will tell you now, it did not say make that reflex save. <laughs> sort of howls in pain as you do this, Brother Ramos. 
Uh, you've got an action left, I believe. Uh, punch it again. Uh, punch it again, why not? Twelve. A twelve is going to miss, brother Amos. You go for a third strike, and it just bat- you just glides off uh, off the creature's muscle. Uh, but that will end your turn. Uh, brings us back round at the top of the round to Nadia, uh, who first up is going to spend an action to stand up. Um, she will drop the bow in, in uh, and then draw her her battle axe. And her last action will be to step around you, brother Amos, and. Uh, just try and squeeze into a better position next to the, the edge of the bridge, sort of spitting and swearing the entire time as, as, as she does so. You can see she's she's spitting out a mouthful of a mouthful of snow that she acquired on the way down. Uh, but that's going to end her turn, which brings us on to Otto. Ah, well, I, Otto will move into position um, where I can do something without harming. You you, you wouldn't you even if you stood right behind me, hmm. you can still fire things at him without having to move, without hitting me, it, including acid splash. Yeah, uh, acid splash will hit anyone within a five foot radius. So Chardonnay will be hit or, by it, or Alwyn, because he's a big creature, so it's going to be one side or the other, presumably. Although Dom will tell us that. Th- these things are particularly susceptible to acid. Um, so, so you else. believe at least. So you believe. So I believe. And something else. Fire. Are they susceptible to fire? Well, why don't I give it a try and see if they are? That's always a an old favourite. I will. Uh, I will produce flame. Right, you uh, you cast produce flame. Uh, which one are you attacking, Otto? The one between Owen and Chardonnay, or the one? Yes, yes, that one. That one, sure thing. Roll that attack. Natural twenty. Uh, <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right then. Okay, so let's see what you got. Uh, make a spell attack roll. Um, on success, your ideal four, 1d4 fire damage plus your spell casting ability modifier. I think that's gone up now as well because you're level 4, so it should be right. heightened to level 2. Right, what does that mean? Um, so in the spell description, mm. there should be a bit near the bottom that says heightened. Oh yes, increase the damage by 1d4 and the persistent damage on a critical hit by 1d4. There we go, okay. So, um, you're rolling 2d4 plus your spellcasting modifier um, and then double double the whole lot. Right, my spellcasting modifier is... That is my spell attack roll. Uh, no, your, you, your spellcasting modifier uh, as a sorcerer is your charisma. Ah, this is my charisma. Right, so 2d4, which is 
charisma is is eight uh, double to 16. 16 very nice yeah you you let loose that that little blast of fire that scores across the creatures creatures flesh mm. uh, the fire itself does damage it doesn't seem to have any um particular extra effect on this creature as as, as you hit it um you do still still do, do the damage as normal but and what what you do notice otto is as that blast of fire washes over the creature um mm. it seems to its muscles seem to stiffen and tighten up just a little bit uh the crit card you drew was nerve damage uh yeah. so that target is now slowed one until it is healed which i suspect it may never get a chance to do but we'll mm. see what happens let us hope all right uh you've got one action left on your turn or so um, I think I will just put up my shield, my, my buckler. All right, you raise your shield to protect yourself from any incoming attack. Uh, end of your turn, Otto. We are round to uh, the creatures. Um, one uh, that Otto has just hit, hit with a fire is once again going to make an attack towards you, Olwyn. Uh, sort of grim, grim, grimacing and groaning the whole time as it swings its fist towards you. Uh, I've got a 22 to hit, Orwin. Oh, because I haven't had a chance to raise my shield. That is just enough to hit, yeah. All right, Orwin. So as this big, meaty hand rushes towards you, uh, you brace yourself for impact. But, um, and there, there is an impact. It doesn't do you any damage, but you do suddenly find that you are grabbed by this creature. And it lifts you aloft, um, turns you upside down, and for its second action, it's going to shake you down starts shaking you very vigorously in the air. Uh, could you please... Uh, please roll a... Please roll a d20 for me, Stu. 12. 12, okay. Um, so start... Um, I would like you to look at your inventory, please, Stu. Uh, yes. counting, counting down from the top, I would like you to uh, tell me what the twelfth item is. If, if you have less than twelve items, uh, just keep circling around until you hit, hit one. Uh, well, it's three things. Um, three vials of giant centipede. Then. Okay. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. In that case, um, could you please roll an additional d20 for me, please? 15. 15, okay. Uh, so as as you're pitched upside down by this creature, Orwin, it starts shaking you very vigorously, and you, fi- you feel something coming loose from your pack, and uh, there is um, a clatter and a smash as these three vials of giant centipede venom fall out of your pack. Um, one of them breaks. It looks like the... The other two remain intact, and the, um, the whole time this is happening, uh, this creature is just is just yelling at you, bridge tax, bridge tax. Um, but because because it was slowed last turn, that's going to end its turn. Uh, the other creature is going to uh, swing towards Della and hopefully do the same. Uh, that is a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, it does. 
Okay, once again, uh, it grabs hold of you, Della, um, lifts you up in the air, and uh, begins to shake you vigorously. Please also roll a d20. Six. Six. And then count down your inventory. Your, there, yeah, there's a clatter and a, and a soft thud as your, as basically all your food falls out of your various pouches. <laughs> Does the moist cake splatter when it? Is? <laughs> uh, it uh, the, the moist cake does splatter. <laughs> not not my copy of Reader's Wives, anything but that. <laughs> And uh, as, as this creature is sort of shaking you there, Della, um, once again, it sort, of, it sort of yells, bridge tax, bridge tax. Seems to get a little bit frustrated with you seeing nothing but cake falling out and is then going to pitch you into the ground. Uh, please give me a reflex saving throw. Uh, Twenty-five, that is enough. Uh, you are slammed into the ground there, there Della. Um, you would be taking... Uh, you would be taking seven points of, of bludgeoning damage, uh, but instead that's going to be reduced to three as you're able to kind of twist in the air like a cat and get back on your feet. And you are also not knocked prone from that attack. Uh, that's going to end their turn regardless. Uh, Olwyn, we're round to you. Right, because he's clearly trying to get this bridge tax out of us. Uh, Alwyn would like to drop his shield for a free action. All right. Draw a gold coin. So, as a as a reminder, Alwyn, you are currently grabbed. Yes. Um, but if possible, I'd like to draw a gold coin. Um... I'll need you to roll a d20 for me. Ten. Ten. Okay, that's fine. You are you are able to draw your gold piece. Uh, and I will offer it to the trial saying, Here, it's, it's my bridge tax. It's a gold coin. Uh, yes. Bridge tax gold. All gold. Yes, that's all the gold I have. Give me a deception roll, Owen. How do you know that's deception? You've <laughs> been looking at my character sheet. Hmm. I, I might have been. I rolled a three, so I'd like to use my hero point. <laughs> you may use your hero points, Duke. Worth it. 19. There we go. All right. Um, we'll see what happens... Uh, in just a moment, uh, but uh, this this creature sort of looks at you. It does it does take the gold coin from you as you say this. Um, okay, end of all. Win. Uh, anything else on your turn, Alwyn? Uh, well, yeah, because that's just one action, like drawing it and saying something, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I'd like to use the other two to ready an action to stab it with the rapier if it doesn't stop attacking. All right, that's fine. Uh, end of your turn then, Olwyn. Uh, we are round to Della. Uh, Della, you, you have just heard Olwyn sort of say, uh, this is all my gold, here's, here's my bridge tax. Do what you'd like for that information. Uh, 
seats. So uh, Della is going to also grab a gold coin and flick it over to the other beast. Okay, here's my tax. It's not a witcher. <laughs> I'm not tossing it, I'm flicking it. <laughs> yes, bridge tax, bridge tax, all gold, all gold. All the gold is in your hand. Deception roll, please, Della. Yeah. one. Do you want to keep it as a one? No. <laughs> I'll use my hero point. Alright. Okay. I rolled an 11, so 21. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, once again, uh, this creature sort of, um, having just pitched you into the ground, uh, takes the gold coin and seems to shift its attention uh, elsewhere. You've got two actions left. Um, am I considered in a flanking position now? Nadia's moved around a bit. Uh, yes, you are. Yeah. Okay, cool. I I will ready a stabbing attack. Should things okay. not go the way we hope. Sure. So, what's your what's your trigger for your for your reaction? Um, if he comes to lunge and grabs someone again. All right. No worries. Uh, end of your turn, Della. It's Brother Amos. Hmm. Your comrades are still in jeopardy. They're both being held by these creatures. Your, your punches, your punches will land harder if you're holding gold coins. This is there. true. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just want to punch the trolls. I'm going to punch the trolls. Alright, roll that attack. Has anyone else put 50 pence pieces in their knuckles to make them like um, brass knuckles if you're worried like walking down the street and worried you're being followed? Keys are better. A bun bunch of keys. Oh yeah, keys are better, but, mm. but yeah, I've done it with 50 pence pieces as well. Mm. Or, or if you get a roll of coins, you know, when they're wrapped in paper, you just hold that in your fist. I don't tend to carry those around with me when I go mm. It's a handy thing to have. And if if, if yes. one else fails, I've, I've heard I've heard a newspaper can do the job just as well. Oh yes, folded enough. It's called a Millwall brick. brick. That's the one. Yes, or wrapped around a steel bar. I've been hit hmm. by one of those before. Have you? Mm. Uh, anyway, we're getting distracted. Uh, <laughs> Brother Amos, uh, you were attacking uh, the creature. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven. Right. I rolled a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven is good enough to hit. Uh, roll damage. Five. Five points of damage, very nice. And your last two actions, Brother Ramos. I'm going to hit it again. Oh, shit. I just rolled a natural one. <laughs> would you like to keep it as a one? No, I don't think I would. All right. Use my hero point and roll again. Uh, that's a 19. 19, that's much better. A 19 is not enough to hit, though, though Brother Ramos. It's just a miss. Okay, I have one action left. Uh, you do. I'm going to take another swing at it. I don't like trolls. Take another swing. Roll that attack. I'll just drop my dice and roll on. 
box. I just rolled a one. <laughs> Please roll a d6 there for me, Darren. Three. That is a critical fumble. Let's see Ooh. what you got. Okay. Uh, as as your as your strike goes in there, brother Ramos, um, you catch it at a bit of a bad angle, and you find that as as your fist glides across this creature's body, um, something cracks in your wrist, and your entire hand goes numb. Uh, you are taking minus two on your attack rolls until the end of your next turn. Fucking troll. Trying to, shake trying it to take our money, and now we broke my hand. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, you've just done to yourself what you did before to the tr- <laughs> to the creature. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, bollocks. <laughs> All right. Well, end of your turn there, Brother Ramos. We, we are round to Nadia, um, who's sort of looking around at all, all of you. Um, do we think? Do we think they'll leave us alone if we if if we pay them? Yes! Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one way to find out. All right. Um, see, she also is, is going to fumble in her pouch for a, uh, for a coin and is going to offer it to uh, the creature, um, which the creature takes and once again bellows, all gold, all gold. And you can see Nadia sort of says, um, that, 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 that is all my gold, that is. And as as she does so, that uh, there's a clinking of metal on stone as a few a, a few other coins uh, fall from her grasp and clatter onto the stone bridge. Oh, uh, well done, Nadia! Well <laughs> and uh, the uh, the creature sort of looks at them and looks down uh, and growls, <clears throat> "All gold, all gold!" and uh, sort of turns to face towards her. And as it does that, that's where we're going to end for tonight, folks. Uh, 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 Cheeky. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Fools. Music by Hooksounds.com and editing by Stu Jackson. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com.
these trolls won't get a fucking penny out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. 